Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7. Lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal. $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time primetime deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a media pie. What? That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. Tell my boy Carlos. You heard on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. Have you ever thought of a career in broadcasting? The Miami Media School can get you started in the exciting fields of television and radio. At MMS, instructors will train you on the latest digital audio and video equipment. You'll find out what it's like to really be on air when you host your own radio show on one of our internet radio stations. Just think about it. You can be working at a TV or radio station in 36 short weeks. Call MMS. MMS for more information at 305-728-1120. Again, that's 305-728-1120. The Miami Media School, where broadcasting careers begin. You are listening to SportsOverTime.com. Your blood, our sweat, your tears. <laughs> no, that's not it. You are listening to SportsOverTime.com, where the clock doesn't matter. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your hosts, Jazz Santana. I'm going to lead off with this. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? This is Jazz. This is the Weekly Sports Drop. I'm joined again by my buddy Robbie. Episode 18. It's 19 now. That was, that was fast. Yeah, man. I mean, what, five episodes already that we've been doing it together? Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe more. Yeah. Well, see, the last Saturday's episode was episode 13, and now it's 18. 17, man. Was it 17? Yeah, I remember I told you it was my favorite color. That's right. Yeah. Because I, I thought I remember saying something about you, you always skip 13. You always go from 12 to 14. So technically, I mean, if we're skipping 13, then this is episode 19. Mm-hmm. But no, we're, it's too late now. We're screwed. We did an episode 13. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, we are here on the campus of Miami Media School, Mary Brickle Village. This is the weekly sports shop again. I'm your host, Chad Santana. Tonight, we're going to take it a little easy. We're going to do a one-hour show for you guys tonight. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, talk a little baseball. We haven't spoken a lot of baseball on the podcast. And baseball, you know, baseball is my first love, man. I grew up, I played college baseball. I grew up playing ball. Uh, you know, I love the sport. 
you know, it's a, it's a boring sport for a lot of people. I get it. A lot of people don't like watching it. A lot of people don't like talking about it. It doesn't do well. But you know what? I got a passion for baseball, and uh, there's there's actually some 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 big time news that's that's going on right now. So we're gonna talk a little baseball. We will talk about the uh, debacle in Charlotte last week for the uh, ACC championship uh, game. No. We'll do a little bit of that, but we got a special show, and I'll talk a, a little bit about that towards the end of the of the uh, show tonight on uh, uh, the Kings and, and Clemson. So we'll talk a little bit of that. We'll talk a little NFL as well. We'll do a little degenerate talk yeah. in the NFL. And um, what else? Oh, I mean, there's so much going on there. Yeah, now. we got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, big news just broke not about a 30, 30 minutes or an hour. Maybe let's say an hour ago that uh, John Carlos Stan has informed the St. Louis Cardinals that he will not right. accept a trade to St. Louis. He declined so, the, uh, the, um, the And, no and apparently that a trade, that a huge trade, and the Cardinals were willing to give up some prospects and take on a lot of the money, if not all of it. They said like $300 million in contributions. I, I saw one report. Wow. And so uh, maybe it's unfor- unfortunate for the Mornings that they couldn't get a deal with St. Louis because I don't know if San Francisco or the Dodgers or the Yankees can do any better than what St. Louis did. But bottom line is, the, the show goes on, and uh, now the Marlins, the waiting game continues, and you already know that the Marlins traded D. Gordon yesterday to the Seattle Mariners. Right. He unfortunately doesn't have a no-trade cross, because I'm pretty sure he'll wave it, considering he's going to be playing center field and not second base, where he's almost a goal Yeah, cover. you know, when I first heard that, I said, that's kind of odd that he's going to go, he's not going to play second base because he got Robbie Cano over there. Mm-hmm. So are they going to move him to short? But no, they've got, um, what's his name, uh, Kyle? Um, Kyle Seager? Kyle Seager. Oh, 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 yeah, you're right, it's Kyle. Kyle I got right? Corey. Corey's yeah. the guy from the Dodgers. Kyle's a shortstop. Right. So, I mean, and he's not going to play third. He's too quick to play third. He's too small. I, I mean, and, and you need that third base. You know, you need a big bopper at third base. So. And he can still play second base if you want to DH Robbie Cano once or, to, once or twice. But, yeah, yeah, but Robbie and, Cano is not bad at second he's not, base. He's not bad. But I'm saying you want to give him a day off instead of giving a full day off what they do in American League teams. They, they play DH and they don't take the field. Right. Like a half day off. Yeah, half day off. Yeah, because yeah. they're still hitting. So. But yeah, I, I just I got to imagine D. Gordon would not accept the trade of the Seattle Mariners to play center field if he had a good avoid, but he doesn't no, have a tra- If he had an O-trade clause, I guarantee he's not going there. Yes. Yeah. I get it. I get it. At first, I was like, hey, maybe they are uh, maybe they can give us Robbie Cano back. No, no. chance. Well, why would you do I mean, I would, he's got another huge contract. Yeah, it does. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really help the Marlins situation that they're in. So how do you feel about this situation? Cause, I mean, I, I, I want to talk about Otani and I want to talk about Stanton. But mm-hmm. I, and I guess this kind of lends into the Stanton talk as well. Uh, but how do you feel about what Derek Jeter's doing over there? Debbie Jeets. What, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> a, a lot of people think that, oh, here we go. He's just getting rid of his fire sale. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yes, but I mean, how many bad contracts did these guys put together? Samson and the whole and the whole group. Believe it, believe it or not, if the Marlins have actually been more careful with their spending right. in the past, they wouldn't be in this position. Like they, they're they're in this position because they spent too much. And what, what, what they spend, they're not getting back on guys like Wei Yin Chen and on guys like well, Edison Volquez. He's injured. Right. I mean, he actually he wasn't pitching terrible. He actually had that no, hot stretch. He got hurt. Yeah. He got hurt. That's the problem. And then Wei Yin Chen is doing both. When he's on the field, he's terrible, and when, most of the time. He He's not on the field. He's he's injured, and you, you owe him about close to eighty million dollars. What, what does Beast call him? William Chen. Mayway Chen. That's Mayway what, Chen. That's what Beast calls him. <laughs> Mayway Chen. Hit that sounder. Hit that sounder in there. But uh, yeah, that those two contracts are loan. And of course, you have your your, your Tazawas and your Ziegler. They're going to be making uh, seven or nine million each each of them, and so they're, they're they're piling on in there. All the bad contracts that the Marlins spent. Uh, finally, it's coming back to. Back to haunt him, and you remember the trade with the Blue Jays in 2012. Oh my God, uh, Jose Reyes, and yeah. uh, what's the, what's the lefty? Mark, Mark Burley, Burley, Josh Johnson, Josh you know, Trump, yeah. Bonifacio, John Buck. I was, 
I was one of the only ones. I wasn't near a microphone at the time, but I thought that was a great trade for the Marlins to get rid of all that payroll. They had won 69 games, and you, they had old Mark Burley, huge contract, old, old Jose Reyes on a bad contract, and you know they had to throw in a Josh Johnson at one year left, and they threw in a John Buck, another bad contract. They got rid of all their bad contracts and they got a lot of guys back some of them contributing like he had Henderson Alvarez had a couple good years went to an all-star game and, and it didn't matter what happened I thought just by getting rid of the contracts alone it was a great trade but then the Marlins went out and they remade all those same mistakes all over again you, you made that John Buck mistake you gave a catcher way too much money that was terrible the exact definition of insanity they, right. they went out, what did they do uh, two years later or at one year later they went out and signed Jared Salta Lamakia they ended up getting, paying to get rid of then you go out, you sign Mei Wei Chen. Again, like you said, they repeated exactly what they did. They went out and paid for Mark Burley. They were able to get rid of them scot free. But this one is a lot harder. You're not gonna. No one's gonna take that that Mei Wei. <laughs> they keep doing it. They have a beast. <laughs> that Wei Chen contract. No one's gonna take that Edison Volk contract off your hands. No. So you have to get rid of the the guys that are valuable, like D Gordon. The Marlins would get rid of him and unleash all that contract, even though he had a bad year. His second year was bad. We had the steroid year, but then last year he kind of recovered, and the Marlins were able to trade his contract. So good move, I guess, by both by both parties. So now that. what? So now what? So now they uh, you have to. You have to I mean, are we are we still gonna wait for Stanton to finally say, all right, well, you know what? I don't I don't want to play here anymore. I'll waive my no trade clause to. Well, he's not gonna do that. He already said no to the Cardinals. He, right. he's, he's perfectly fine staying here and playing on a bad team if that's what it takes. Right, but what are the what are the names? What are the, some of the teams that he said he wouldn't trade? Uh, he he would trade. Uh, it was Dodgers. He would. It's the four finals. Revoke it is the Dodgers, Yankees, the Yankees, Astros, and the Cubs. That's the report report from Craig Mish earlier. That those are the right. four teams to go. Now the Giants have an offer on the table. He still hasn't officially said no to the Giants yet. But, I mean, the fact Which is not as strong of an offer as what uh, St. Louis was offering. That right? doesn't matter. Yeah, but Stan, if Stan says yes to the Giants, they're going to do that trade right now. Right. He's, he's obviously still thinking about the Giants and whether he wants to wait it out. So maybe his thought process is, if I'm going to go to another team and be on a crappy team, I might as well which, just stay here, which, which I like. Which, by the way, the Giants were worse than the Marlins last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. I mean, the Madison and Pump what are they going to do? They're going to get – I mean, Stanton, is, Stanton alone is not going to make them – a from a sixty win team or a sixty something win team to a to playoff to hundred win. Even though every other yeah. year the Giants are in the playoffs, they're they're that even year team. Yeah, but they lost everybody, dude. I mean, who do they have still? Buster Posey and Bob Gardner and Bob Gardner, right? Yeah, and and forty four hundred and thirty nine year old Matt Cain. Four hundred thirty nine year old Matt. Right. Cain. So I mean, I I don't I don't know I don't know if if he's gonna make him that much like you said a playoff contender that much. And those wins those wins at that at that ballpark he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of home run balls be sent back on that that, that right field he, those those uh. But is he really? But is he? I mean, the guy mashes. He does at Marlins Park. He does, but Marlins Park is climate controlled. You know, yeah, th- th- there's no wind sending those balls back. I think you can put him in any park. He's gonna, he's gonna take. Hit I mean, ball. he might, he might, he might still hit. You know, 30, 35, 40 home runs. But I don't know if he's gonna get to fifty nine. It's San Francisco. Well, it's, it's tough to get to fifty nine every year. So yeah. I can still see him hitting 40, 45 bombs. Yeah, year. possible. Driving in a hundred runs, sure. Yeah, but he's still gonna get paid regardless of how many. Well, anywhere he goes, they're gonna have to take that contract off, yeah. right? So I mean, and he's gonna get every matter. single dime, whether whether it's some of it from the Marlins or most of it for somebody else, or it's all of it for somebody else. He's, he's, not, he's never gonna get that type of contract again. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, wherever he goes, he's probably going to stay there the rest of his career. 
or he's gonna stay in, in Florida or in Miami. No, I mean, yeah, he, if he wants to, if he did, if he already bought a house, a three story house. Right. If he says I don't feel like moving, I don't feel like paying more in taxes by going to California. I don't want to do with a hassle of moving. I'm gonna stay here. I don't care what kind of team you put around me. I'm not going anywhere. You gotta deal with it. Which begs me to ask the question. Now speaking about buying homes, LeBron James just bought a home in L. A. What does that tell you? He's going well. He, he's, he's had a, the Lakers. He's had a house in L. A. For a while. Yeah, but he just bought a huge mansion now. Really? Yeah. You got a, bought a new one? Yeah. So he moved out of his other one? A new huge mansion. Because well, I know he had, they had that incident, allegedly, with uh, him yeah. and the spray paint at that house in L.A. I don't know if that's the reason why he got a new house. I don't know what it is, but he bought a bigger house over there. So he's going to L.A. next year. He's going to play for the Lakers. Well, that's pretty much him, known. Paul George. Yeah. And let me tell you, the Lakers are looking a lot better now, yeah. right? Yeah, they had Brandon a nice Ingram, win last night. Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, yeah. yeah Brandon Ingram hit that, hit that shot. Lonzo Ball is actually not playing too bad at all. And they've still got Ruben Randall. Nope, Julius, Julius, Julius Randle. Randle. Ruben Randall's a wide receiver Ruben for the Giants. Ruben Randall's a great wide receiver. No, he's not that great. Well, he's, I don't even know if he's on the Giants. He was <laughs> yeah, the Giants know. at one point. I don't know. Where, where is Ruben Randall? Now? I don't know, but I just heard on the show the other day that Leonard Hankerson is coaching at UMass? He, no, it, yes, he is. He's a grad assistant at UMass, Yeah, he's, huh? he's, under, he's under Mark Whipple's Mark staff. the head coach there, yeah. And Spencer Whipple's the, uh, the wide receiver's coach Jeez, and passing game coordinator. Oh, my goodness. Blasphemy. He's not even quarterback's coach. He's wide receiver's coach. Oh, my God. Spencer. So, I still remember that one series against Virginia. He came in, and it was just bad. And then they had to burn the red shirt on Stephen Morris. That's how bad guy. he was. Yeah, that was, that was bad. That was bad. Uh, getting back to Stanton, I'm sorry, and I kind of digress on, on, yeah. on basketball. I love, I love right, digression. But yeah. But <laughs> uh, Stanton, where do you see him going, though? You see him staying? You see him going? I think he's holding out to the Dodgers. I don't think he's going to go. You think he wants to go to L.A., huh? Yeah. yeah I mean, why would I mean, if he's going to go pay more in taxes, he's going to go play for the team that he rooted for all his life, be, be at home. And maybe he'll go to New York, but I don't know if the Yankees are going to come forward with a big offer. I mean, they have already have ever judged. Yankees are going to have to give up way too much, I think. And 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 I I don't see him going to the Yankees. If he does, I mean that's going to be a spectacle every single night. I, I I just yeah I don't see Stan caving in and playing for the Giants. I say you know what you do you, do you hit them both back to back? Do you hit Stan and Judge back to back, or do you kind of put someone in between them? Well, Stan, Stan got on his surge when he got moved to second in the batting order. So you put him at the two spot. And yeah. You keep Judge at, yeah, three, at four. Yeah, three or, or three four, or whatever four. you want to do, what do. Yeah. I mean, they're both, basically, I mean, they're both very similar players. Both hit lots of home runs. Right. Both strike out a lot, even though Stan kind of cut his down last year. And Judge had a ridiculous strikeout streak last year. He did. In the second half. Yeah, yeah the second yeah, the half. second half, he did bad. And then he, he kind of revived himself in September. But, yeah, that's uh, both are basically... You basically both say they're the same kind of player. And then over in, in Houston, I mean, I just don't see him going to Houston. Uh, they're going to have to give up too many really good prospects. I think they like their prospects. I mean, anybody on the big league team that they, that'd be, they'd be willing to part ways with? I mean, I don't they're going to get rid of Josh Frederick. They're not going to get I'm trying to think of who the other George Springer. They're not going to get rid of George Springer. No, no, no way. No Who's Carlos that? Correa. Obviously, no Altuve. And no, no Gurriel. I mean, yeah. No Gurriel. Yeah. He's at first base. Is that first base? That sometimes DH. Are they going to give up? Will they, will they give up a guy like Bregman? I think they. I think they. And maybe bring Marwin Gonzalez down to third base. That's right. Yeah, Marwin Gonzalez. He could play everywhere. Marwin yeah, Gonzalez could play, can play anywhere. anywhere. So. Maybe they, Marlon Gonzalez is the guy. I mean, I feel, that's if they're if they're saying, well, we're not going to give up our big guys. We're going to go and 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 you know we're going to give up prospects. I'm going to say, all right, but you got to give me Bregman at least. And they just won the World Series. They have no reason to they make have, a crazy move like they that. Don't. They don't. So. All right, so it's up to the Cubs and the Dodgers. I think those are the finalists we have there. And he's going to go out. He's going to hold I, out for the Dodgers, huh? Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, I, I can't see him caving to the Giants. I just I just can't. Like, he would have done it by now. Now, I mean. Well, he's an L.A. boy, too. He's an L.A. kid. So. I mean, now if Yelich, Yelich goes and, well, Yelich is 50-50 whether he's going to be back here. Some people say he's going to go. Some people say he's going to stay. Ozuna. Even regardless. He's gone. I think, I think regardless whether Stan goes or Stan stays. Ozuna's gone. 
Probably. Yeah. And so, but Sam knows this. Yelich's contract is still manageable, very manageable, right? So, I mean, I, I can see him staying. And, and look, if, if he stays and Stan stays, you still have a pretty solid core there. I mean, with those two, right? Well, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you, but you're still unless you're gonna get rid of you're gonna get rid of Prado, you're gonna get rid, get rid of Prado. Board. Prado's not easy. Board's to get rid contract. Of. Board doesn't have a big you contract. May have, you may have to package Board with Prado just to get rid of Prado, because Prado's got that a huge contract and he's was played 37 games last year. Yeah, what? Oh my God! I just got a terrible email. Oh no! No, no, nothing, nothing like horrible. Christmas party email? No, no, nothing like that. Ooh, we're gonna talk a little Christmas I, I've party. Because I've been waiting. I've been, I've been. You know, bowl season's out. Bowl season's ready to go. Yep. Yep. And I've been waiting. The, I do the Yahoo Bowl Pick'em every year. I just got an email. Dear Yahoo Sports College Pick'em user, we wanted to let you know that Yahoo Sports College Bowl Pick'em will be discontinued and will no longer be available this upcoming college football pick'em season. No, I, I really don't care. That, that's you. I was the, the, <laughs> your, your college bowl pickup historical standings will be viewable in your profile as you continue. To, okay, so at least I know. Is I don't have to keep refreshing the page now. Now I have to start a new group on a on ESPN. Poor Robbie. That's I love that Yahoo bowl pickup. It's just I mean I don't know why they just. I guess not enough people joined it, but I loved it. That's probably what it is. Not enough of you guys out there. What do you mean, you guys? So I guess you want to do you want to go into our uh, bull pickem group? I'm gonna start one on ESPN. We can. Are you really? Who's who's gonna be a part of it though? Well, it's you, me, okay. Sean. We'll get I got a, a, a bunch of guys that are, a bunch of the guys who are in the Yahoo group. I'm gonna email them and tell them to come over to the ESPN group. Is, it, is there any guys at the station that do it or no? Well, we have another. We have, we have another. Separate. Captain Curtis will probably do it. Yeah, I'll send over to Captain Curtis. Yeah. And but we have a, a, another group. The four of us: me, Tobin, Leroy, and Beast, and Dina Lang in one group. What? And the winner, <laughs> the lose, the whoever finishes in last place has to go to the the dartboard of doom. Oh boy. Yeah. And this is every week, week to week. Oh, well, it's for, it's, it's, it's off. It's off. It's, it's off for the, the bulls. bulls. It's, it's for the bulls. It's okay. for the bulls. That'll be cool, man. I'm down. I'll do it. All right, I'll send. I'll start a new group. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm still getting over the heartbreak of not being able to do it on Yahoo anymore because I do. That's where I do all my fantasy sports. I still have a hard time with ESPN graphics. In fact, but I don't like ESPN. I'll tell you what. This is the first year that I do, uh, not the first year, the second year that I do CBS Sports, mm-hmm. CBS Fantasy Football. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'm eleven and two. Oh, nice. First place. Got a first place uh, first, uh, round first round buy. Uh, defending champion. I'm going to brag because next week, chances are that I'm going to get upset by someone just because I'm doing so well because I went 11-2. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to get upset. Life finds a way. Yeah, it does. <gasps> so I'm going to brag until I, I until I can't no more. But I am the defending champion. I'm 11-2. So if you guys want fantasy football advice, I'm pretty much the guy to come see. Well, I would I would ask you for help. My season's already over. I already can't. I can't you do it. You didn't make the playoffs? No, I did not make the you playoffs. See, you should have asked me ahead of time. Man. Yeah. I would have gotten you, man. Huh? What are you gonna do? No, what are you gonna do? You can't be good. I haven't made the playoffs in my league since 2013. I may need to take a, take you up on that yeah. next year. Well, well, there you go. I've had, had the 14th pick in back to back years. 14th? Oh, that's a 14 team league. Yeah. Is it a PPR league? Half. Ugh. Half PPR. Why? What is the complication? Just play a full PPR. It, 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 the points get too inflated with, with wide receivers. I mean, every two receptions is a point instead of every one. It's not that big a deal. Mm. It, doesn't, it doesn't overinflate the receiver numbers. You do every 10 yards. Yeah. Okay. All rushing right. and pass, I mean, and then twenty five for pass for quarterbacks. Twenty five. Yeah. 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 That's what I do too. Yeah. Twenty five. Six t- six points for touchdowns, whether they're passing, rushing, or receiving. Which right. I don't understand. Why do some of these uh, leagues have you start off with four points for for, for passing touchdowns? For passing touchdowns. It, it doesn't no make any sense. sense, but I guess you're trying to make quarterbacks more even with receivers and running backs because quarterbacks get most of the points. Well, in a PPR league, it, I, I I focus on wide receivers. Yeah. 
all day. I, I, I drafted Michael Thomas with one of my first two picks. I got him. I got Michael Thomas. He's, and he's had a good year. He's had a great. He had a great, uh, great game last night too. Yeah, I drafted Jordan Howard, and then I traded for Mike Evans. I still have all those three guys, but then. Then I also drafted Ty Montgomery, who was great at the start of the year, then got injured and yeah, and he disappeared. Disappeared. Well, I had Kareem Hunt, who started off great, and all of a sudden he's disappeared now. So he's kind of getting that, you know, those, uh, those, uh, he's hitting that rookie wall. And believe it or not, a sneaky thing that's been wrong my season. People don't know, people take it lightly, but the defense. I drafted Kansas City, and they were good for mm. a good while. Yeah. And I was just too, I was just too loyal to Kansas City. I never bothered to drop them and then they just got really bad and I never bothered to pick up a new defense every week and I just kept getting two or three points out of my defense. I've been lucky that I've had Pittsburgh's defense has been pretty solid the whole year but I've had some, I've had some times where they just completely crapped the bed so I get it. You can't, yeah. you can't be loyal to your defense. You have to be able to make, make some moves. Yeah, you got to play matchups. Yep. I still play matchups now so I get it. That's all right. Listen, guys, when we come back, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to go a, a little bit more into baseball with this. Um, what's his name? Uh, Otani. Otani. Shohei. Shohei Otani. It's Japanese Babe Ruth. Yeah, the Japanese Babe Ruth. Right. Exactly. So we'll, we'll get into it a little bit with him, and then we'll go into some fantasy football, and we'll talk Canes when we uh, come back on the weekly sports drop. But don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop, located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop, located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. Ace of Fades. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Hey, this is Jeff Fox from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want to tell you all about a great company that has totally changed my life. And if it changed my life, it can change yours. I'm talking about Total Life Changes. Yes, Total Life Changes, where the flagship product is the IASO T, commonly referred to as the Skin Tea. In just seven short months, I have lost over 50 pounds. Yes, it's true. 50 pounds lost. And hey, I'm just getting started. Just two eight-ounce glasses a day, and you can lose up to five pounds in only five days. This is no joke, people. Just visit my website. Go to TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. That's TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. Or email GetDadT at Gmail. That's G-E-T. D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail, and you can be on your way to being healthy and wealthy at the same time. Total Life Changes is also where you can find the Nutriburst. Get your absolute fullest dose of vitamins or the NRG pills for those long days when you need a boost to pick it all up while burning up to 300 calories a day. You can order your health and wellness products, or you can join our winning team and become your own business owner. In TLC, we get paid five different ways, and we get paid every week. Do you know anybody that wants to lose five pounds in five days? Could you use an extra $500 to $1,000 per week? Well, you'll want to try Total Life Changes. Again, visit my website, totallifechanges.com forward slash 
480-1591 or email me, get that T, that's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail. Make that change today with Total Life Change. The American Red Cross helps people affected by disasters like floods, tornadoes, and other crises. You can help the American Red Cross by donating all kinds of things from money, blood, food, and clothing. 2016 has seen three times the number of large disasters so far compared to other years. Donate blood today to save a life. The American Red Cross is looking forward to your donation. Go to the American Red Cross website at redcross.org. Have you ever thought of a career in broadcasting? The Miami Media School can get you started in the exciting fields of television and radio. At MMS, instructors will train on the latest digital audio and video equipment. You'll find out what it's like to really be on air when you host your own radio show on one of our internet radio stations. Just think about it. You can be working at a TV or radio station in 36 short weeks. Call MMS. MMS for more information at 305-728-1120. Again, that's 305-728-1120. The Miami Media School, where broadcasting careers begin. SportsOverTime.com. It's all yours. Just keep it right here. What's going on, everybody? The Weekly Sports Drop, Episode 18 on the campus of... Miami Media School, Mary Brickle Village. Shout out to everybody that's watching us live on uh, Miami Media School's Facebook Live. What's going on, fellas? Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening in. I want to thank Robbie again. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. Robbie Campbell here in the studio with me again. He is an absolute trooper, and we are here talking. We're gonna. So right before we get into fantasy football, I still want to finish this conversation, this, uh, uh, this baseball talk. All right, a little bit more Shohei, Shohei Otani. Yeah. All right, the Japanese superstar, Japanese Babe Ruth, okay, um, has, you know, so I guess it was in the news that he wanted to come play in the States. He wanted to play in Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he didn't want to play for a big, a big, you know. He didn't want to play for the Yankees because they were. For a popular team. But now, aren't the Yankees back in, in, well, they were. Well, right? he, it's they official. were. He, it's official now. You know, it was breaking today that he signed with the uh, the Angels. With the Angels, mm-hmm. uh, so now he's playing for the Angels. How much money do they have? So, how, what's the process with him coming over here? How does he get to play here? How does the team get to talk to him to get the rights to him? Well, I, I remember it's like a, it's like a huge buy. I remember with Daisuke Matsuzaka, right. the Red Sox had to pay like fifty million just to talk to him. They before they even have a contract. So is that how this works now? Don't they? Have, I think it was twenty million. It might have been twenty million. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe it was a little, little bit less for this guy. Each team is that's, that's negotiated between the teams. Okay. I guess between the Japanese team and the and the major league team that wants to talk to him. And so he wanted to come play over here. He wanted to be on the West Coast, and he didn't want to play for that big of a market. I guess you know, LA is a big market, but it's split in half with the Dodgers. And so right. a little bit south in Anaheim. Yeah, but that's that's still a pretty big market. It's still, I, I'd say it's big, but I wouldn't say. I mean, the fact that it's a split, it's a split market. The Cats narrows it down, and they're they're playing. They're going to be playing their games late night on the West Coast. Yeah. Nobody in the East Coast is going to be able to watch those games. If that's what he wanted. What's the big deal with him wanting to play for a smaller market? Why? Why? I guess I guess less pressure. He doesn't want to, you know, like he's playing in New York. You know, he goes on a he goes on an 0 for 12 streak, and he gets to hear it from the, the reporters. Doesn't and then, that tell you a little bit something about him? Maybe it does. You know, about his character. And he doesn't want the bright lights. He want he, he you know he wants to be to, able to fail forward maybe, fast. Yeah, you know, forward fast. Like, <laughs> maybe he just wants to lay low. He doesn't want you know he doesn't want you know he doesn't want, doesn't want all that attention and right. extra attention. He just wants to focus and play baseball. I guess, man. He's an, some people intro. Maybe he's an introvert, not an extrovert. Or I guess that right yet 
Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's an introvert, not an extrovert. Yeah, I got that right. Well, still, I mean, either way, man, I mean, you come here, you come here to win a world a world title, right? A world championship, a world series. That's what you come here to win. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's that's my that would be my first thing is I want to win a World Series title. I don't care what team I'm playing on. I don't care if it's the Yankees. I don't care if it's Boston. I don't care I, if it's I, LA. I think I think I do care. Like you know, I, I would care. Like you know, if I played so many years on one team, and then all of a sudden I get traded right. to another team, and then they, that team wins the World Series, I'd kind of feel a little bit, a little bit empty. It's like yeah, I kind of latched onto an already good team. I, or silver lining or the positive side because you're definitely thinking like an optimist, right? Uh, like a pessimist, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> okay. Or you can say, I'm the reason that they won this year. They've got me on the team. Like you, you didn't go, made the difference. Like you, I brought them to you, the, that you World go, Series title. You didn't go through the blood, sweat, and tears of, of, of all those losing. You just got, you just went to a winner. Like, I mean, I feel like Kevin Durant. When he went to oh, he went to the Warriors. That's a different story because they had won the world a uh, uh, world title. They won the finals without him already. I, I just felt like just watching that, that that title felt so. I know maybe for Durant it didn't feel that, that empty, but if, if me if that, if that was me, I just feel so empty. Like that title was bought, yes, but it, it's, it's a like, little different in baseball, man. It's a little bit different in baseball because not one guy, one guy cannot take over an entire game unless you're a pitcher. Yeah. If you're a pitcher, yeah, you can you can dominate the whole game. But as a hitter, everybody around you has to contribute. Chances are that a hitter, one hitter is not you, you get one run, you're not going to win a ball game. Chances are, mm-hmm. right? So you have other people that need to contribute. They need to drive in runs. They need to set up, you know, you know, bunt someone over, sacrifice someone over, get on base, steal a bag, whatever it is. It's it's people don't realize how much of a team sport baseball really is yeah yeah exactly like, yeah like, I, I, I and, think and when you start when you start the whole thing I, I don't want to play for a big market I want to be I mean okay you're basically saying yeah it's, it's, it's all about me and I understand that too from, well, a, business, remember, from a business perspective I, I get it I remember John Elway when he was first getting drafted he wanted to play specifically wanted to play on a team on the west coast and then right. yeah, Baltimore still drafted him. The Colts still drafted him first anyway. Then they had to trade him. Yeah, a, same thing that happened with uh, the Manning and Rivers. Manning and Rivers, yeah. Manning right. said, I didn't want to play for San Diego. Huh. And then they, they still drafted him first. And they ended up getting Phillip Rivers and a couple other extra guys too. So, And I, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think San Diego pulled Well, Actually, no, that was a different trade they made with Atlanta. When Atlanta traded up in the draft to get Michael Vick. And then San Diego traded back and got Ladanian Tomlinson, and then they also got like a, a couple other Pro Bowlers in the trade. That so that sort of worked well for them. Mm. That was okay. I mean, they didn't win a, a, a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl, but and and New York did, the Giants did. But, yeah, with Eli, yeah. Yeah. But if you put Philip Rivers in the Giants, and do you, if you put Eli Manning in in San Diego, do the Chargers win two Super Bowls? Do the do the, do the, do the Giants still win those two Super Bowls? Probably, we'll maybe. never know. Maybe. Imagine yeah, crazy alternate changing the timeline on how how what a ripple effect it would have. I know. I know. So we'll see what happens with the uh, Japanese Babe Ruth. We'll see how he how he does over in uh, in LA under the not so bright lights. So I wonder. I'm wondering, is he going to do both? Is he going to? Because they said he throws. Yeah, he wants miles. to. He wants to do both, and I think I think that was a big factor in where he chose to play as well. All right, and, and and it makes perfect sense for him to go to an AL team because of the DH. Oh, we also got, I should bring in this breaking news. I mean, Barry Jackson just just got the alert from Barry Jackson that okay. apparently the Giants has also have also been informed that John Carlo will not. There you go. Yeah, the Giants also so, confirmed that. Uh, yeah, he's not he's not going to the Giants. Ah, makes sense. It makes sense if he's gonna if he's if he's going to to decline the way uh, you know the option to play over in in in, in St. Louis. 
would I mean, St. Louis is a better ball club than the Giants. Why would I go to St. Louis? Uh, why would I go to San Fran if if he's about winning a championship? Because he's gonna get paid anywhere he goes, yeah. so it doesn't matter, right? If he's about winning a championship, then then that 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 was the place for him to go. And now in the mornings, the mornings in the spot because now they're now that the desperation's on the mornings, and now they got the, the Dodgers. They know what they would trade with, but they might right. not. Be, the Dodgers are like here, take this scrub, and we'll we'll pay for her, but you just <laughs> get this one scrub. Take this scrub out of here. Uh, let's get. You know what? I want to talk. All right, let's just let's pivot because it was a. Tremendous segue in how we segue to, to football, which no, it definitely wasn't. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, but let's pivot uh, to football. Fantasy football playoffs are around. You're not in the playoffs because you never asked me for any advice because I am the fantasy guru around mm-hmm. here. All right. Uh, you didn't ask me for any advice, but fantasy football is up. Uh, we're, we're kind of down to the last four games of the season in the NFL. Okay, things are starting to shape up a little bit more, right? Great game last night, by the way, with Atlanta and, and New Orleans. That was a great game. I, I want to preview a few games, and I want to talk about the fantasy, uh, the fantasy outcomes, the fantasy. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, uh, the the uh, fantasy implications mm-hmm. on some of these for some of these games. I think first we should probably go over the uh, disaster. It's going to be the uh, New England Patriots and Miami Dolphins. Well, it might not be a disaster for fantasy purposes if you got Tom Brady, if you got you know Brandon Cooks. No, 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 Gronk. Here's the problem. Yeah, if you if you made the playoffs and you don't have Gronk at this point, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough to pick well, anybody worthwhile. I mean, Mar- and Martellus Bennett is also on IR, so you, you may have to pick, you, you, you Wayne Allen. Do you you could bang out a couple points of Dwayne Allen against the Dolphins? Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're not gonna be if if, if you can't find anybody on the waiver wire, yeah, someone t- like an Austin Safarian Jenkins, pick up a Dwayne Allen uh, or um, Austin Hooper Austin as well Hooper. as another good pick. I have him on my bench because I have Zach Ertz. Now that's the thing. Zach Ertz is in pro- concussion protocol. That's another one. So if you have Zach Ertz, you better go out to the waiver wire and try to pick someone else up because I don't know if he's going to play on Sunday. I mean, he's still in concussion protocol. So, But going back to the Dolphins and, and, and Patriots, yeah, Brandon Cooks, you still have Tom Brady. Yeah, what's the, the white guy, Rex Burkhead? Yeah, the problem, I, I can never go with any of the running backs there. You never, bang you never know. The Dolphins. But yeah, but you never know who's going to step up. What happens at Rex, Rexburg? Gillisley, is this up? Yeah, no, Gillisley is he's in the doghouse. He's done. He's done? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to get much more playing time. It's going to be James White and Burkhead. Yeah. And Deion Lewis. And Deion Lewis. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's the thing. Deion Lewis all of a sudden, you know, gashes you for a 20-yard run or or catches the ball on, on, on a flare, and he takes off for another 20 yard. They're going to keep feeding him the ball. So then what happens to James White? What happens to Rex Burkhead? I mean, there's too much... It's kind of like the New Orleans, except now you know Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram has kind of taken that role, and then Kamara's your third down back. So there's a little bit of separation there. There's a little bit you know of consistency with Ingram, and then with Kamara. But over in um, in New England, over in New England, it's it, a wild. It's a wild it's, card. Yeah, it is. It's a wild card. Them, but you, you, chances are, if you start any one. Of, chances are, not all three of those are going to be available on the waiver wire. Sure. I don't think any of them are. But probably, so. probably should be. So. Whichever one you got, you, 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 you can roll with them. You, you can take a chance because now it's a playoff. So now it's it's home run. You got to go for it. Yeah. And you may get lucky. You may get Burkhead and he, again. Yeah, two touchdowns a lot two weeks ago. Yeah. No, so so I like that. I like – if I like anybody out of that trio, I might say Burkhead. 
more than anybody else. And by the way, Dolphins, they're not, I mean, you could, you could start a Jarvis Landry. There's going to be plenty of garbage time for him to be catching balls uh, in, a, in a huge blowout game. The Patriots and the Dolphins, all they're going to have to do is throw. And so there's a huge, and even Kenny Drake, I know he's running back, but they throw it on say a lot, a lot of dump downs from Jay Cutler. I could see that. And so, yeah, you could, you, Kenny Stills, I wouldn't be, I mean, Devontae Parker is really the only one I'd stay away from. But. Yeah, the, well, here's the thing with Kenny Stills. And even Julius Thomas is not a bad play either. No, I'm not touching Julius Thomas. Well, maybe. I mean, again, uh, garbage. Against New England against New England and garbage time. I think, I think they have a, they have a hard time sometimes covering the tight end. So yes, I, I can see that. But am I, am I leaning on him if he's the if he's the only guy I have? Yes. If there's nobody else in the waiver wire, well then yeah. And before I would say that Jarvis Landry was the only one that I would go after, mm-hmm. the only one I would start on the Dolphins. But at this point, um, I would say that. Uh, yeah, Kenan Drake is, is is probably a good start. No, as no well. Damian Williams. He's out. The He's game. out. Yeah, Sonoris Moss is not a threat. Yeah, uh, Sonoris Perry. I'm sorry, it's not a uh, Sonoris Moss. I, I, I got Canes on my mind, baby. I got Canes on my mind. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go with I'm not gonna go with Sonoris Moss. I'm not touching that guy. So Kenan Drake, he's got that. <laughs> did I say it again? You did say it again. <laughs> I said Mayweather Chenley three times. Makes the beast. Uh, Sonoris Perry. Sonoris Perry. I'm not touching him. No. Kenan Drake, Jarvis Landry. Good, uh, Jarvis Landry is a good start. Is a legit start. Kenyon Drake maybe as your your flex guy or your RB two. Okay, so that's that's that game. You know, Tom Brady always a must start. I think you have to start him at all times. Doesn't matter. You know, now's the time in in in, fa- in fantasy football is that you got to hit a home run. You have to go with the guys that are are more capable of hitting that home run. Not the, well, you know, this is week five, and I'm going to test this guy out and see how he does, and if he blows up, I'm going to keep him in the lineup. No. Now's the time that to, 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 to line up all your horses mm-hmm. and just go, and just go, and, and, and swing for the fences. That's what you got to do it for that game. That, that is, and here's a tip, a very important fantasy tip. Just a tip, though. A huge tip. It's huge so, tip. A huge tip. Robbie's giving us a huge tip. I don't know if I'll, this, I, this, I, actually, this actually this didn't happen to me. This happened to, to <laughs> this happened to somebody else in my league. But it, I'm invo- I'm dip, deeply involved in this. So, are you deeply involved in this huge tip? Yes. Okay. See, I'm I'm, I'm doing terrible. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, in the, I'm on the bottom of my league. I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna keep get, throwing these sexual innuendos. Uh, <laughs> Robbie just turned the color of. Oh crap! The color of my bag, which is absolutely yeah. is, is red. Okay. Yeah, I was Rob the, 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 the well with the sex yeah. talk, man. Oh uh, no, I I, I, I can type this. Alana stuff. says hello, by the way. Alana, oh, Alana check us out. Oh, yeah. What's up? Robbie says hello, Alana. I almost bumped into her in the hallway today. Yeah. Well, well I mean, she's always in the hallway. You see, her and the other lady. lady I don't want me. I guess I could say her name. I, I I have this tendency. I don't do it on purpose. But I'm walking in the hallway, and somebody's walking in the opposite direction of right. me. I I tend to automatically move out of the way to let them pass through. Sure, exactly. you're a gentleman. Because I'm, I'm pretty wide, but they don't like that. They, <laughs> they, they, they don't like Why that. Why coming through? Yeah, exactly. They, they don't like it when I do that. They, they, they want me to keep walking. This like, is another this is another love talk that we need to have. It's not a love talk. It's, it's, it's a situational hallway talk. That's, but it's only with the ladies. Do you do that with me? You don't do that with me, Robbie. But it, again, well, Alana's yeah. always in the hallway anyway. Yeah, and, and, and today yeah. she's like, today she's just, she, she says, hey, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Alana's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's awesome. She is. She is. And so, she's awesome. She's awesome. And by the way, I know the other lady's name. I just didn't want to give her name out of the years. She's not watching us. So. No, probably not. So, but yeah, they, 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 they really don't like it. <laughs> Alana says, stand your ground. See, that's what she told me. That's what she told me today in the hallway. Stand your ground, mother. <laughs> okay, that time my face almost turned red. Yeah, right. I'm trying to stand, stand my ground. So yeah, but but if I do stand the ground, I may accidentally bump into somebody and truck them. 
You know, that's that's, no, a, that's right. a risk I take. Do what you got to do, bro. Yeah. And then, and then you know, do what you got to do, especially if Alana. And then they call a fifteen. If Alana's there, just set a strong pick. Boom. Tell her to wake up. Wake up, Alana. When I'm coming through, the train is coming through. Get off the tracks. All right? Yeah? Someone's going to be open for a three-pointer because I'm going to set exactly. that big Exactly. Pin. I'm just going to come behind. You know, we should do that. We should do that. We should set up. You know how, um, how uh, you know, have you seen those videos of the guys that hold up like the basket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, 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 the, I, I bet you over, over I bet the, you that. Okay. I was dunking on people pre, pre-basket in high school. I was just, just go behind people and dunk without the basket. <laughs> I invented that. I started that trick. I think we should do. We should set a pick on Alana, and then I'm going to just come from, from behind. She's Gonna turn on. I'm just gonna. Yeah, you can do a Wayne Ellington and just chase around and go through like eight picks and then boom, you're open. Hit a three. All right, yeah, all right, all right. I like that. I like that. Let's do so that. What were, we, what were we talking about? Oh, I was trying to give a very important fantasy tip. Yes, fantasy tip because we're gonna go to break after this fantasy tip. All right. Go ahead. What is it? Never ask for advice to, for on somebody that is lower than you in the standings. I'm gonna tell you a story. It happened to me this past Sunday. Wake up in the morning. One of my buddies is in my league who's hunting for a playoff spot. Good I'm, already, I'm, already, I'm already out. Okay. He asked me, hey, bro, I'm crazy for starting the Dolphins defense, right? And I'm like, I've watched the Dolphins. The defense is terrible. I'm like, yeah, bro, you're an idiot to start the Dolphins defense. Against like, who? Against, um, against Denver this Denver. past Sunday. Nah, you're an idiot, yeah. Robbie. Yeah, well, well, well <laughs> this is on Z. So is this Yeah. Guy. And so he's like, yeah, you're right. You talked me out of it. I can't be starting the Dolphins. What am I doing? Oh. And so he benches, the, he, he drops the Dolphins, picks up some other defense, and obviously right. the Dolphins have that huge fantasy game. They have a pick six. They have two safeties. They have a bunch of turnovers, a huge buffet of points. Yeah. And that's a lesson. You never ask for fantasy advice for somebody who's worse than you in fantasy football. I have to admit, I do ask for some advice sometimes when... We're in the same league! And my thing is, though, I may... And I don't want to boast, but I may... I feel like I have so much talent, I don't know what to do. And so I try to play the matchups, but sometimes, like... I'm not a big fan of playing two of the same... Like, two receivers on one team. Nah, that's not a good I'm not a fan, but I've been doing it with uh, Golden Tate and Marvin Jones. And I've been successful with it because they're both scoring points. So I'm doing it. So for me, if you don't have anybody else on your team and you've got both Golden Tate and Marvin Jones, start it. Just like if you have Julio Jones and Mohamed Sanu, start them both because you can see that they both score points. Okay? It's, it's, it, especially, I only talk PPR. So if you're doing PPR, continue to do it. Uh, it depends on, obviously, who the quarterback is as well. You're not going to start, uh, which I was going to say Kenny Britt, but he just got cut today. Kenny yeah. Britt and Josh Gordon. You're not going to do that, right? Obviously, it's the Cleveland Browns. But if it's someone like Atlanta, if it's something like uh, uh, New England even, because Tom Brady likes to throw the ball around, you got a, you got a, like an Amendola and a Brandon Cooks, go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? Um, again, we're going to – I guess we can I guess we can talk about a few more games in the next break, and then we're going to kind of – Oh, since, since Alana's watching, we got to talk about this uh, this holiday party debacle. Where, Ooh, where the holiday – yeah, let's do that this, too. This, this, not debacle, this predicament, better word. I wonder if she's in the same predicament that we are. She might be. Are we talking about Star Wars stuff? I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know. Although someone did open up her, uh, open her rum today. Oh, really? They opened her rum. It was closed, completely closed. She had it up on her thing. They opened her rum and then they, they closed it off and left it there. Oh, so that's messed up. Why are you gonna mess with the girl's rum, man? Don't mess with the girl's alcohol, dude. That's a, that's a no, dude. That's a that's a no. That's a no. A, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch that. Yeah. That Stay away from her rum. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> 
at East of Miami. Yes, that's right. East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best in Bahamian food, south. Oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome, behaving food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Box. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best behaving music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami. It all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday, stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain, all right? Crack cum, conch salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with a beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return. Turn your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting DISASTER to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph. And I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. Ace of Fades. 
Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Hey, it's Lon Freeman from Intercom Radio, and you're listening to sportsovertime.com. You got to see Robbie dancing, man. Oh, yeah, He's no. got some moves. He's like Frank the Tank. That's what he was doing. He Frank was doing Frank the Tank. The tank. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Weekly Sports Drop. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. Episode 18. Or for Robbie, it's episode 19 because he skips the 13. You know? I could have sworn I thought we did episode 13 last week. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, you are a little crazy. You definitely are. I think all that love talk, man, got you thrown well, off. What, what, what love talk? What talk I got, about, I got you. It was, it was hallway. It was hallway talk. Last no, last week. Oh last yeah, week, that one. Last week was was, was, that that, really was lady talk. Was lady talk, man? Yeah. It's how you how do you, well, how she, you speak you, to a lady? Well, I get it. Well, she was in studio. We had yeah, to. Yeah, you might to, as well take advantage of that. I get yeah. it. I know. <laughs> I, I get we'll it. see her at the holiday party. I assume. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. I'm sure. Which by the way, next Friday I assume we won't be doing a show because we have that holiday party. No, the holiday party. So the holiday party is next 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 weekend. It's supposed to be tomorrow night. It was, but it had to get changed because of the merger and all that stuff and all the new people. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, so they need a bigger space. So now we're doing it at the new building. Where, where was it supposed to be originally? Uh, good question. I don't know. Yeah, that's what's interesting. I don't think they, they set up a place because of everything that was That's my first time going to, going to one of these. Me too. Yeah. Well, it's, my, it's the first year I'm there. So. Yeah, well, yeah. So I, I, I didn't go last year. I had the opportunity to go. Actually, the last two years I, I ditched. Really? Because I'm not a, not a party guy. And this year... The the one year ago was we're in this predicament. I'm just telling you, man. You gotta wear a slick a slick slick coat. To be cold. Wear a slick coat. No, you gotta wear something nice. Oh, I don't know. I know that. I mean, it's a holiday attire. Yeah, but you gotta wear something like sweet, like something like Casanova type stuff. Casanova. All right, you gotta go in there and you just gotta. Everybody's gotta break. I'm gonna go my Crocs. When (laughs) Christ, this guy has Crocs. You actually you should go. I could go full camo. I have a camo. I have a camo polo shirt. Just don't go full commando. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, full, ca- full camo. 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 Not camel toe. Camo. All right. Get it together, Robbie. Robbie, you guys. Robbie is a sick, sick individual, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus. All right. But can we get to this predicament that we're all in? All right. All right. All right. All right. This is this is predicament because next Friday holiday party, seven o'clock prime time. Whatever. Actually, I don't want to give up too many deals. Prime time. Seven o'clock. Everybody join us there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just like two guys doing the making reservation. <laughs> oh my God. Seven o'clock prime time, baby. <laughs> you see now now. As you know, that that Friday is when Star Wars opens out, opens up. Now, right? They they have midnight showings the Thursday night before. Okay. And so, I'm which just, clearly Alana is going to go to. So tell me what the predicament. The predicament is, is okay. I don't have to see it on opening day. The problem is, I don't. Have to, but the problem is being at that party with people who have seen it before, and they're going to be drinking and they're going to be talking. Yeah. Look again. You see, Alana's going to. Alana's the only one. Stay away from Alana. No, don't send any pics. Don't send any pics at the Christmas party. All right, no pics at the Christmas party. Yeah, no. I'm not, I'm so not, stay away from Alana. Stay away from Beast. If I if I see her coming to talk to me, I'm gonna run the other way. <laughs> no, no, you see, Alana, no. <laughs> no so maybe I could just step in front of her. Boom. 
Jones. Not that big for you. I was invited by Beast to go with him on the, the midnight show the night before. But I don't want to see a movie at midnight. I don't. Wanna, I want to stay up. I want to be. I want to be up to see the Star Wars. I don't want to like. I could accidentally fall asleep after your show on Thursday. Go home, take a nap, and then go well, meet Beast. Well, well, it's a, well, here's the thing. It's kind well, of a let him do the popcorn trick on. Well. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting at least two buffer seats in between me and Beast. I don't want to risk it. <laughs> don't do the recliner chairs with Beast either. You know, he likes to cuddle them. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but you're right. Three buffer chairs. Three buffer seats now. <laughs> <laughs> Staying as far away from possible. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, well, make sure within the, within the five yards of I think you'll content. be all right, man. I think you'll now, be all right. Now, but let's say, let's say, let's say we do what she does and right. go see it on Thursday night. Okay. Then we're liable to ruin it for somebody else hasn't seen it and whether you've seen it or whether you've not seen it every single conversation every time you talk to somebody that holiday party you have to be like you have to start the conversation with yo have you seen Star Wars yet whether you've seen it or not seen it because if you've seen it you're going to want to talk about it with somebody and if you, if you haven't seen it you don't want to talk to it so you have to go to that disclaimer that preface beforehand to, to, to get clearance whether they've seen Star Wars or not every Robbie, single person Robbie honestly bro I think it, I think you're going way too far with this oh no no I'm not thing, going bro. too far with this I think it's just too much man I mean give me a scenario no. let's just say this is two years ago okay I mean so this, this is going to be a spoiler to the last to the, the last Star Wars that okay. came out two years ago. All right. Let's say, you know, people are going to be wasted at the stage. Yes. So let's say somebody has a drink. Man, this drink's kind of dead. And somebody chimes in, oh, yeah, kind of like Han Solo. <laughs> I, I, I can already see that happening at this holiday party. That's not going to happen. That's totally going to happen. People, I, would, I would totally say that if I had seen the movie and I was wasted, that's something I would say and ruin it for somebody else. No, man. You're going to be fine. <laughs> you're going to be fine. It's not I, gonna I, I'm going to have to go with I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> Robbie walking around with the earmuffs. It's kind of cold in here. Yeah. No, punk. It's Star Wars. Either way, whether I, whether I go Thursday night with with that awkward movie sitting with with Beast and, and see it before and, and his popcorn. I still have to make sure that when I'm talking to somebody, I don't ruin it for somebody else. Because you know, I believe in the golden rule: do unto others as you want done to you. Correct. Larry David also a big believer in the rule. We watched Curb. Oh, I just spoiled the minor see, Curb. Even my boy Joe says that you're hyped about this movie, man. You're really hyped. You're like you're you're excited for for Star Wars. Oh, I just I, I know it's very dangerous, people. This is a Spoilers, spoilers galore. Like when the last one came out, I deactivated my Twitter. I deactivated my Facebook. I didn't even want to look at it. I deleted the apps from my phone. You got problems, man. Well, no, but I was right in doing that because I found out after I saw the movie, someone told me that they, they were spoiling it. They were telling everybody. Actually, that. I get it. That makes sense. There's memes out there, you know. I get it. Yeah. Somebody appears and Just don't look. Don't look. It's hard. It's, it's habitual. So that's why, that's why I go the extra step and I delete and I deactivate all my accounts and I wow. delete the apps from my that's phone. Real. I don't know if I can do that, man. And I'll be I, okay, man. I'm, I'll watch it later. I don't care. I don't well, care. I, I know. If someone spoils it for me, well, whatever. I'm still going to watch it probably. But I get it. For, for Star Wars, the Star I, Wars I aficionados, the, the guys that are, you know, the people that are really, 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 really into it, I get it. For me, I don't care. I'll watch it again. I'll watch it. Or I'll watch it another time. But I mean, it's just that that, that, that four-hour window we're going to be in where there's going to be booze and spoilers. Uh, you know I'm going to mess with you, right? You are. I know you are. Yeah, yeah, I, I know you're not going to have seen it, so I'm not going to believe you. That's maybe. what you think. Well, I might maybe. go Thursday night, man. <laughs> you go Thursday I might night. join Beast. <laughs> well done. Popcorn party! <laughs> oh, God. Popcorn party! Oh, God. That's, that's not one I'd want to. I'd want to ten. All right. So let's get into it a little bit here. Uh... Let's finish off with some fantasy football and some 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 NFL Great transition. Talk. Give me give me one. I you know whatever Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars and fantasy football it goes hand in hand. They're both fantasies. See what I did there? Yeah, that's all. That, there we go. There we go, that's ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Segway King. Um, <laughs> give me another game that you're interested to see this week. 
Well, obviously this weekend. I mean, this weekend. I mean, obviously the, the games you're interested to see are the games you have players in your face team. Like I'm interested to or see the games you have action on. Like I have Philip Rivers. You know, I, I've had him the whole year, and he's actually been red yeah, hot. Yeah, but you're not week. in the fa- you're, not you're not in the playoffs. In, I still have one more week of regular season football left. <coughs> so give me, give me one, give me somebody. Give me oh, that, that that's that Sunday night game. I'm very interested to. See. What's this, that game? Which one? The, the Ravens at the Steelers. The and the Steelers at home. Oh, that's at home, a good game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And the Steelers at home usually pile on the fantasy points. Antonio Brown, Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell. It's a party for them. On the road, they're not as good, but but at home, they're just, they're just monsters. And they're playing at home, right? They're playing at home. It's kind of a rivalry game as yeah. well, Ravens. And the Ravens defense starting to play a little bit better. Ravens are the second, at least in my league, they're the second most fantasy points on defense. And no, no, their defense is. Uh, and somebody was talking about it this past week, how they are, are are looking, maybe not like the Ravens of old, the Ravens defense of old, but they're looking good. They're looking good. Yeah, they are. They are looking really good. And I'm interested to see that matchup. I mean, the, the, normally, at the Steelers at home at night, it's a points fest. Right. Now with the Ravens in town, can the Ravens put up a decent score with with Pittsburgh scoring on them? Can they hope? Can they keep Pittsburgh in check? I mean, I, I'm very intrigued in that game. Here's another thing: Joe Flacco coming back from injury has played mm-hmm. a lot better, right, than, mm-hmm. than before. Mm-hmm. So that that plays into it. I mean, he doesn't have too many weapons outside. I mean, Mike Wallace had a pretty decent game last week. They're gonna give the ball to Alex Collins. He's banged out a couple good weeks in a row. Right. Alex Collins is another one. So I mean, speaking of which, he's he, a former Cade uh, commit that did not stick around. Yeah, let's not yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> to Arkansas. Arkansas. Get out of here. With Brett who's not fired. Get out of here. You're gonna go to Arkansas or Miami. Good. We don't want that kind of guy here. Anyways. <laughs> all right. That's why you're the fourth string running back for the Ravens, right? Well, he's a starter now. He's, he's a starter. starter now because everybody else is hurt. Buck Allen is, is, is garbage also. So who cares? And, it, and he was like fourth string in Seattle. Nobody cares, come. Alex Collins. You suck. All right. <laughs> it's, so, it's so bitter. Yeah. So, um, okay. Joe, Joe Flacco, not starting him in any fantasy football. Uh, Mike Wallace, I'm not taking the risk with him either. The only people I see here are the Ravens defense is a possibility. But then again, Steelers are playing at home. Mm-hmm. Big Ben, Big Ben's playing a little bit better now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Antonio Brown is is who he is. Juju's, He's suspended. Juju's not playing this week, he, he right? He's suspended. suspended. Uh, they upheld the suspension. No, didn't they? No, that, that, they, they took away the suspension from the, the Bengals safety. Who from the Bengals safety. Who gave that hit on Antonio you're Brown. Right, you're right. So Juju Smith-Schuster. Did mm. I say that right? You did, you did say that right. Jesus, what a name. Um, he's suspended. <clears throat> so right now it's... Martavis Bryant. Yeah, but he's a scrub right now. Yeah, but he's going he's gonna to get the ball without, without Juju. Yeah, I'm still not touching him, though, in fantasy. I touch him. Well, yeah, I... I <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah, yeah. Robbie talking about the tip earlier. Uh-huh. Nice talking about touching him. He wants a popcorn party. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on here with Robbie today, man. It's Freaky Friday for Robbie. Yeah, well. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger. Pittsburgh Steelers defense, I think, has, has, has a, good, a possibility of being pretty good this weekend as well. They're playing at home. And then you've got the Ravens defense. That's all. That's it. I don't want to talk about Pittsburgh anymore because they always kick our ass. Um, no, I mean, not always. I mean, last year they were split. Playoffs. Like, playoffs. The playoff, well, they only played the playoffs, I think, once. Well, all, all time. They the were, Ravens also. I, the Ravens always kick Now that the Ravens don't have any uh, any of my kings, no Ray Lewis, no Ed Reed, I don't care about the Ravens either. Hmm. They're yeah. done. They're dead right. to me. They're I think dead. the only two playoff games was last year where the Steelers beat the Dolphins. Right. And then in 1972, when, Ooh. believe it or not, the undefeated Dolphins had to go on the road at Pittsburgh for the AFC Championship game. That, that's how weird the system was back then. And Larry Seipel had wow. that fake punt that he wasn't supposed to do. And he, he got that first down. And the other, and Bob Greasy came into the game at halftime. He had been out like 10 straight weeks. Earl Moore was a quarterback. And then they finally went to Bob Greasy in the second half. 
and the dolphins. I came just back. think it's a little freaky and creepy that you know everything that happened in 1972 when you were still in your dad's sack. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I'm just gonna let you know. My dad was like, my dad was like right. 12 or 13. Yeah, exactly, you were you were deep in your dad's sack. Oh my God. All right, <laughs> for you to be talking about 72 dolphins, Jeez Louise. No, we're, we're, we're historians over here. We we do research. Clearly, yeah, clearly, yeah, we, 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 clearly, we did a lot of research for this football for these football. That's games. why I'm reeking in all the ladies. I, get, I drop all that knowledge. Yes, on you me. are, Papa. <laughs> yes, you are. They love that stuff. They love Larry Seipel. Oh, that fake Larry Seipel. What a stud Larry Seipel was. <laughs> Oh, God. Larry Seibel's like 95 years old now if he's still alive. Is he still alive? I know Garrow's not with us anymore. No. Rest in peace to Garrow. Yeah. That's terrible. We had, we had, we had a student here at the media school whose middle name was your, was your premium. Really? Yeah. Related? You, no, no. He, they named him after the kicker. Oh, jeez. My goodness. <laughs> oh, you know what? They bring up another good one. Uh, Eagles and Rams. That's a good game. Lots of fantasy stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's a really good game. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm 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 going with I'm still riding with uh, I'm still riding with Carson Wentz. If Zach Ertz is not in concussion protocol, you got to go with Zach Ertz. Sammy Watkins has been He's, red hot. Yes, Sammy Watkins has been hot. I have him on my bench. See the predicament I'm in. I always with all these guys. I have Brandon Cooks. I have Michael Thomas. I have Golden Tate. I have Muhammad Sadu. I have Marvin Jones and right. Sammy Watkins. That's that's loaded. I mean, you must play in a league with like four guys. That's when no wonder you're so good. At it's a ten team league. Ten team league. Yeah, yeah. PPR. Yeah. I'm a stud. Yeah. All right, reigning champion. Go up to a, go up to a team, team, bro. Go up to a fourteen-team league. Oh, I'll destroy you guys. Let's go. I'll we'll, destroy actually, you next, we'll, next year. Next year, if we have any openings, we'll, we'll, we'll fourteen-team league. I'm in. I just want to try it out. I want to show you guys what a real fantasy football player is all about. Maybe I could, I, honestly, I may need need you to bring you on as a co-manager. I mean, okay. that's fine. I made the playoffs two thousand thirteen. We can split the earnings. We can split the winnings. Yeah. All right, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, Eagles and Rams, just real quick. Yes, uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, Nelson Aguilar is another one that I'm that I'm probably rolling with. Now what do you do about the, do you do about the running backs? You know, this is There's so tricky. Too many carries. Yeah, Jai, Blunt, Clement. No, but Zach Ertz. I'm going Zach Ertz. Warner, and I'm missing sure. one. And I'm still missing somebody. Smallwood. 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 Yeah. Smallwood. No, I'm not messing with the running backs. Even Jai. Even no, no, I'm not messing with them. But on the other side, I do like Sammy Watkins, like you said. Talk about is a no-brainer, of course, and maybe even a guy like Cooper Cup. Yeah, you know, no Robert Woods. Robert Woods is still out. And I think right? I think Sammy Watkins really benefited. People who own not saying the Rams benefit, but people sure. who own Sammy Watkins definitely benefited with Robert Woods going out. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So that's our uh, fantasy football stuff. I wish you guys the best of luck. You guys are still not better than me. I'm still the best, and uh, Robbie needs my help. That's what we've come up with. So what, the, ones, the, the next show, obviously this Friday, we're not doing the show because of our predicament. Yes. But tell the people when the next show is. Ooh, the next show, it's a big one, ladies and gentlemen. I want you guys to watch. I want you guys to listen. It's going to be the biggest show of 2017, obviously. But um, So we're going to do a three-hour special. It's going to be all early signing day recruiting Miami Hurricanes preview for the Wisconsin game, the bowl game, the Orange Bowl game as well. We're going to have beat writers from Wisconsin coming on the show. We're going to have uh, kids that are currently committed to Miami that maybe are going to sign the day after. So that's going to be huge. We're going to have Eric Morello in studio. I didn't bring him on today because, you know. You don't, you want, you don't want to waste him. You want to save him. For I don't want, I want to save him for, for that great. He's going to actually be in studio with us, mm-hmm. which is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, we're going to get Cam Underwood from State of the U as well. He's going to come on the show. It's going to be a loaded show. It's going to be in Mark Hockman's Hoc- it's a loaded potato. It's going to be a loaded potato. It's going to be great. I want you guys to watch that show. It's going to be a three-hour show. We're probably going to go four to seven. And that's two 
Tuesday, by That's the way. Tuesday, 19th. December 19th. Tuesday, December 19th, we're going to do the uh, uh, early signing day period uh, show. Uh, it's going to be huge, man. It's going to be completely awesome for all you Canes fans out there that w- really want to know what's going on in the recruiting world, what kids are coming down to play at Miami, who's signing. Uh, there's, there's a new rule in place this year that allows kids to sign early. Mm-hmm. Um, December 20th through the 22nd or the 23rd, yeah. I believe. Um, and then it's February is National Signing Day. So wait, if you don't sign between the, these next three days, you have to wait till February. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. This is a, that three-day window where you can sign ahead of time with your school. So it's still going to be a, a palooza on that on that February signing date. Sure. So it's not going to take away from it no, that much. No, it's not. It's, I mean, it's going to take... Um, even even then, I think they're still going to do some sort of ceremony for the guys that, that signed early. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just because they signed early doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to um, uh, come in early. It's just that they're signing early, mm-hmm. right? So they're not starting in January necessarily. Some are early enrollees, not all of them are. So I think right now, out of the 21 commits that we have, I think uh, one site has them saying 14 kids are going to sign early. Another one has 12, 13 kids signing early. Uh, and someone, you know, even has 11 kids. So it all depends. Uh, it's not like the whole entire class is going to sign early. But I think it's going to be fun because we're going to be able to interview some of these kids and find out what their what their recruiting process was, how how much they enjoyed it, you know, what stood out to them. And how, how the coaching carousel affected Absolutely. their Absolutely, how moves. the coaching carousel. Because obviously, you, you, I, I know we've been talking about this kid for like three or four weeks already with Eric, Patrick Joyner, yeah. flipped from Florida. To state to Miami, I thought he was huge. I think it's a great get for for University of Miami. It's the only linebacker they're going to go with, um, so I thought that was huge. But there's, it's not over yet. I mean, I'm not, I'm not very impressed. I, I, and I don't understand FSU fans, honestly. And and it's not from a hate standpoint. Okay, I don't understand FSU pan, fans that are all excited about Willie Taggart. Willie Taggart higher. I don't understand. He's 47 and 50 as a head coach. He's never won a bowl game. Yes, he went 10 and 2 a couple years ago at USF, but he was 7 and 5 at Oregon this year. He's got a 47 and 50 record. He's a good recruiter, but he's a recruiter. He's, well, he's, but he's not a Jimbo Fisher. Well, and one thing you can be concerned about, he's a job jumper. He's, not only, yeah, yeah, exactly. He was he one the, year at Oregon. Yeah, he, he, he lied to everybody over there mm-hmm. because kids on Twitter are all over the place talking about how much he lied to his parent, to their parents, to them in front of their face, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden took off the next day. I mean, there were. I mean, he even sent an extension at Oregon. Yes, and he was out there on Twitter. He was out there on Twitter uh, uh, the, the same day that he flew into Tallahassee. He was at their uh, their big time quarterback's uh, house the same day. For Oregon, the big time recruit commit wow. for Oregon, Tyler Shaw or Shaw or whatever the kid's name is, and then the, you know the next day he's 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 at FSU. I don't know why that's they're why, so excited about him. That's I, why I you always commit to the school and not to the coach. That's 100%. a general rule. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, I mean, you gotta like the coaches. You yeah. you, you have to understand the 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 uh, the schemes that you're gonna be playing, the type of the type of um, uh, atmosphere that you're gonna be in, what's that, what what you're studying. All that stuff needs to play into account. You know, it needs to take into account. If you don't like the new coach, all right, decommit. I understand. Even if you're committed to the school. I, I don't know if I'm a big fan of commit to a school. You have to commit to the coaches as well. Because the, coach, the, the, the coaches might not help you develop into the they, next They might step. not be around. They might just be sad. Like, you know, if you committed to Willie Tiger, you got him for one year, now he's gone. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Here's, here's, where, here's where this rule should change. Here's where I think playing into the whole, well, if the coaches can leave at any point and coach at another school the next year, why does a kid have to sit out? A year when he transfers from D one to D one. I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not saying this is. I'm not Why not let him play the next year again? Yeah. Is there restrictions on where he can go or when he can yeah, go? Of course, yeah. I get that. That's fine. But 
if he transfers out, let him play the next year. Why does he have to sit I mean, out? I'm bringing this up. It's going to lead to a whole how, other how argument. How fair is that? I think the reason why that's allowed is because when a coach leaves from another school, he's getting a, a raise in pay, and so he's the, the the other school has to work to get him to come over. They have to convince the the player, that be the coach, to come to their school and coach them. So a, a wants, player, but a, if a but kid, since, since you can't pay him extra, you know, it, it could just. But be, does it, it matter? A kid wants to transfer. He can't transfer to any school he wants. I mean, he can, but a coach is going to be willing to take him in and give him a scholarship. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying I agree with so the policy because if you tell me if a kid is at Miami and he wants to transfer out, but he wants to play at Florida, Florida. Florida State and Oregon. Those are his top three choices. That doesn't mean that Florida, Florida State, and Oregon are his top choice. Are, are there? Are he is their top choice? Yeah. Or vice versa. They got to work to get him there. So you still got to recruit him. I mean, a sense, it's, right? it's, it's a free player. You're like no, no one's gonna turn down a, a big time transfer, especially when you're, when you're when you're not paying him anything. So it could open the door to tampering. It'd be a lot easier for guys to transfer left and right. I'm not saying I agree with the rules, but I'm just giving the explanation. There's got to be some sort of way to, to allow them you know and I understand yes you're a grad you're a graduate you can transfer and play the next year but there's got to be some sort of and I'm not saying loophole but some sort of way where a kid if he wants to transfer from the school because the coach left mm-hmm. maybe that's a good reason maybe maybe kind of there's certain reasons that they can well play. I know I know the team's so, so if the coach is still there and they're not getting playing time and they want to transfer well they got to sit out well, I know there's a rule that if you hear teams banned from bowls, like you know what Penn State happened to Penn State, they let, right. they let the kids transfer without having to wait. And I think they're letting Ole Miss is letting their quarterback Shea Patterson. He yes. wants to transfer. They're not going to be playing in a bowl next year. He could transfer without having to sit out. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Either way, I'm still I'm still not seeing why they're so excited about Willie Taggart over at. Well, we'll, talk, well, I'm sure Tuesday we'll we'll break it all down, man. We'll answer all those questions. Yeah, on Tuesday. and we'll try to get some FSU people on as well. So maybe, uh, maybe we'll talk to. Maybe we'll get Mike over here to talk about Willie Tiger, well. see what's going on. Anyways, real quick, before we end this, um, yes, Wisconsin and Miami in the Orange Bowl. Now, yes, it was a little bit of a debacle last last week with, uh, with, Clemson. with Clemson. With Clemson. Clemson is in a league of their own. Clemson is legit. I mean, that defense is great. Uh, do we have some players to compete at that level? Yes, but do we have a lot of players? No, and it kind of showed. Okay. Uh, also, I have another. I have an issue as well that I want to bring up uh, in regards to the quarterback situation. Okay. A lot of people are saying it's not the quarterback's fault. A lot of people are saying don't blame the kid. He's just a kid. He's ten and two. He's had such a great year. Blah 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 blah. I understand that. I understand all of that. He has had a great year. But I'm still going to put it on him for not hitting Jeff Thomas on that corner post route that he was wide open for a touchdown that could have swung momentum our way. It could have changed the outcome of that game. I'm not saying it would have, okay? But that could have made a big difference. He missed guys on easy slant routes that he overthrew the guys. I'm not saying it's all his fault. Well, he, also had the Jeff, he also hit Jeff Thomas for passes, and Jeff Thomas proceeded to make a move in front. Correct. Right. And Some of the guys, but at that point, it was already 21 and then, uh, There's another play where he hit Langham okay. for a first down, but it bounced off and Langham. And it bounced off his hands. And he was and intercepted. He, like I said, I'm not putting it all on Malik. Yeah, he, he had a lot of tip balls. Okay. Yeah. He had a lot of tip balls. He threw a lot of terrible passes. He did. Okay. Simple as that. On that rollout to Jeff Thomas that he missed and he overthrew him, that the guy was wide open yeah. as well when he rolled out. Okay. He didn't make that throw. Okay. He overthrew Amon Richards, I think, on a slant route. Amon well. Richards did, did a play. So. I'm sorry. It, so then it was Cager. Cager. He, he, he overthrew Cager, who's six foot five, on a slant route. He overthrew him. I mean, he was all over the place. He was erratic. He wasn't very. He was inconsistent the whole entire game. And usually he's not inconsistent the whole entire game. Yeah. He one. has his moments and then he all of a sudden he, 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 he wakes up 
and he throws the ball up. And I'm not saying that he's not the reason we're in the position we're in either. I mean, the kid had 25 th- throwing uh, touchdowns throwing, and he scored another five on the ground. Okay, he had a great season. Okay, but at the same time, Mark Rick did a great job of hiding his imperfections and hiding his inaccuracies and everything by the play calling. The play calling was not terrible. We got out coached, but if you're not making plays and you're put in a position to execute and you're not executing, whose fault is that, Robbie? Who's, who's fault? Well, the first mistake he made was giving Clemson the ball first. Like, you know, Clemson, you're a huge underdog, and Clemson's got that offensive machine. It's a, you don't have, you're not at Hard Rock Stadium. And they won the toss, and they deferred and gave Clemson the ball first. And then it was 7 nothing. And the next thing you know, it's so much pressure on the on the Canes to, to produce points. And then they punted. The, the Canes got lucky with that fumble on the punt. They missed a field goal. And the next thing you know, it's 14 nothing. like right off the bat. And that's the same mistake the Dolphins did make with the Patriots two weeks ago, and I'm sure they're going to make the same mistake again on Monday night, is Adam Gates won the toss. He let the Patriots get the ball first, quickly 7-0, right. and then it three and out, 14 nothing. Like, you know, you're, you're just overmatched, and I th- I thought the Cage should try to take in the ball first, maybe get a quick, an early score, maybe give Clemson a little bit of a scare, but Clemson just got in the groove, and it was 7-0, and it was... Yeah, but most of the time, Robbie, when you win the toss, you're going to defer. But when you're overmatched and when you're a huge underdog, I think you have to take the ball first. But maybe they didn't think they were overmatched. Do you think they thought they were overmatched? No. I, I think they realized they were overmatched after, Yeah. I mean, 21 nothing At halftime, yeah. Yeah, at halftime they knew, all right, this is, uh, is going to be tough. They made a lot of mistakes, okay? Malik Young, that fumble early, should have picked that up. Hit him, oh, hit yeah, him right did. in his hands. Hit him yeah, right in his hands. Yeah. Okay? You got to catch that. You got to – You. that's not a coach's fault. No. If that's a fumble, you as a player need to be able to be focused enough to recover that fumble. That's yep. not the coach's fault. And the other one – Don't one I could... blame coaching. Okay? Do you want to blame – you want to blame the coach on maybe certain play calls? I get it. You want to blame co- – you want to blame a coach on not having these kids prepared enough per se? I get it. But I'm sorry. When you're put in a position as a player – you need to execute, and if you're not executing, regardless of how good the the other te- the team on the other side is, because it was opportunities for you to execute in that game, and you don't. And unfortunately, against a team like Clemson, you need to execute at the highest level in order to win to be successful. And I will say, what's one thing I do gotta criticize Mark Richt about is that kicking the field goal. At the, yes. What the hell was it? Was a fourth and like an inch. Fourth and an inch. Okay. And you're in the four yard line. You're down thirty-eight to nothing. I know you're trying to avoid the shutout because they got shut, they shut out last time, but right. that's just a weak way to do it. It is. It I would is. at least try to get that first down. Just do a quick QB sneak and then try to get that touchdown. Right. Correct. I mean that that was just that was a little bit weak and it sent. I mean it was a bad message. So for anyone that thinks that Malik Rozier wasn't bad, he was bad. He was terrible. Zach Fiegel's terrible. Yeah, at the end of that game. Yeah, Jack Spicer at the end. Yeah. Good. Good. Teach him a lesson. We'll see what happens with this bowl. That's terrible. I understand, you know, and you know, yes, he was an all American last year. Great. I don't care about last year. Wait, last year? Yeah, in, in high school. He was an all American. Oh, all American high school, yeah. yeah. He was an all American high school. Great. That's fantastic. But now you're in college and you have to continue what you were doing in high school and college. And we'll, we'll see what happens in this bowl game. Okay. Well, that'll be a big. So the bowl game. So the bowl game now. The bowl game is against a. Slowish Wisconsin. It's a Big Ten team. It's, yeah, it's, they, have, they have Jonathan they have Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, uh, and Fumagalli, the tight end. Hornibrook is nothing out of this world, but you know he protects the football. Mm-hmm. All right, they they and they score, and their defense is solid. They've got a solid defense. So, how do you think this Miami team is going to match up with them? 
I don't want to give away too much of my picks because I know we're going to pick this game, but I think I think one thing we remember we saw in Notre Dame how everybody kept talking about Josh Adams right. and the running game, and the Canes just got really motivated and they beat up on Notre Dame pretty good. I think you're going to hear four straight weeks of Jonathan Taylor and the Wisconsin offensive line, and I think Hornibook's not going to beat you with his legs. And so I think if you right. so the, you can throw that out of the game plan. I mean, you don't have to worry about him. It's not like legs. Kelly Bryant, right? Exactly. And so I think. I the king. I mean, the Canes. If, if Malik was here, I think he, four weeks get better, get healthy, work on the things you need to do for the, the, these next four weeks. Right. And I think you know, I think it's it's it's, it's the best matchup that could have happened for the Canes because if it was against Alabama, it would be really bad. Yeah. If they, yeah, they would have. Well, been Alabama's going to be healthy too. Yeah, they, Alabama would win by at least three touchdowns. That's going to be tough. Yeah. So I mean, even even a matchup against Ohio State, uh, Ohio State can match up with the speed. Their defense is, yeah. is pretty damn good as well. JT Barrett, it would have been a problem. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I like our defense. I think they just got caught off guard with how good Kelly Bryant really is because we were always talking about, hey, uh, if you can force Kelly Bryant to throw the ball, oh, you know. they're going to be successful. Uh, yeah. Well. He threw the ball. Well, and he was thirteen of thirteen at one point. And they also didn't need. They, yeah, they, and they also didn't. He, he wasn't forced to throw. They were running the ball pretty solid. Exactly. So, so you had to worry about the run. You had to worry about. The, you had to worry about too many things. Too many things, and he ate us up. It happens. It is what it is. I don't have an excuse for it. We played. We played terrible. If the game wasn't at Hard Rock Stadium, I think the Canes would get blown out. But the game's at Hard Rock Stadium. And the Canes play much better at Hard Rock Stadium. I know the Wisconsin is going to have their their fans there. It's just, just the tickets are distributed. Canes play a lot better at home. They yeah. do. They do. It's fourteen thousand tickets for Miami and for Wisconsin, and the rest are sold to locally to the public. And so, so it's I would more assume Miami. the more Canes Miami. would have more fans there. I'm not. I mean, Wisconsin they travel like crazy, especially to get out of that that freezing cold and right. And you get to go New Year's yeah, weekend. But this year's, I mean, this is going to be a pro King crowd. I think. I think it's going to be a very well. They'll, they'll have the Wisconsin will have their fans. They'll have plenty of. They fans will. There. They will. But what? It seats sixty five. Thousand, you're gonna have fifteen thousand, and then plus maybe you know I'm sure some Wisconsin fans will go to the secondary market. So a couple thousand more. I'd say I'd say I'd say if you're out of sixty-five thousand, I think Wisconsin should have twenty, twenty-five thousand. Yeah, you think that much, huh? I mean, minimum four, minimum fifteen. Minimum, I, I'm gonna go with. That's, that's if, uh, yeah, that, that, that's if nobody, but that's if they don't. That's if they only go on the their allotment of tickets. That's that's if nobody goes on the outside. Right, right, right. right. If, if you're gonna be traveling for the game, you gotta make sure you buy the ticket. All right. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. And we'll go by, we'll go more into it, you know, after the um, after next week. Obviously, we're going to be off next week. But I think uh, uh, Miami's got four weeks to really get get it together. All right, understand, study the game plan, know what they got to do on defense and on offense. You have to score points because if you don't score points when you have the ball, these people can wear you out. Yeah. Okay. They can wear you out. Simple as that. You got to score when you have the football. You have to execute. That means everybody has to execute. Obviously, we're not going to have Richards. We're not going to have Herndon. Okay, so is it going to hurt us? I think it's going to hurt us more with Herndon because with Richards because Richards was on it off the whole entire year. So uh, Malik Rozier is going to have to get his you know what together, his bleep together. Mm-hmm. Okay, start making those throws that we know he can make. All of a sudden, he forgot how to throw a deep ball, which boggles my mind. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you that throw to Jeff, to Jeff Thomas. Yeah, that 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 crossed the body. You know that, I mean, that was there. I mean, what the hell? Okay, um, uh, he's got to get it together. He's got to be consistent the whole game. Uh, the running, the running game, although it wasn't, it wasn't terrible against Clemson. Okay, we had some moments where Travis Homer did some good things, but that offensive line, man, that offensive line has to it was sad. It was sad. So much better. Yeah. And then Christian so Wilkins better. was a huge problem. I mean, listen, they have four first-rounders on their line. 
Okay. Yeah. They've got Wilkins, Bryant, Farrell, and um, uh, what's the other kid? Uh, uh, wow, Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. They've got those four are first round, first round guys. All right. So I understand, but um, if uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna win this game, we gotta execute. Simple as that. We've got to execute the game plan. I think Mark Rick's gonna put something well, some, something good together. And that's it. All right. We're probably going to end with that. Uh, again, December 19th is our next show. It's going to be a live show, three-hour-long recruiting show. It's going to be awesome. I'm telling you guys, you don't want to miss it. Robbie's going to be here. Eric Morero is going to be in studio with us, recruiting guru for the University of Miami for CanesInsight.com. So you don't want to miss that. We're going to have kids on, uh, you know, some of the uh, commits from some of the local high schools. We'll try to get some kids from out of state as well to kind of come on the show, talk a little bit. Maybe we can get lucky and have a kid commit on the air. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen here? Uh, we could all be rich after that night. God knows what's going to happen. But, um, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. We're going to have that. We're going to have Cam Underwood. We're going to have uh, Wisconsin beat writers. Uh, maybe we'll call. Maybe we'll have Beast on the show. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This, I can tell you. Uh, we're going to kind of go. We're going to have Mark Rick done. Okay, no. Yeah, we're going to have Mark Rick done. We're going to have Thomas Brown. <laughs> Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz is going to come on with us. Oh, yes. um, just, that would be kidding. fantastic. Just kidding. Just, just kidding. Just kidding, guys. But, hey, you never know. Maybe. Kill it out. So, December 19th. We'll, we'll be putting out some videos. I'm actually going to put out a video soon for it, for the show. Uh, put out some new uh You're going to get Eric in the video? And, you know. Yeah, I'm going to try to get Eric on the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should I get your ugly mug on the video? Well, I think we, we, we want people to watch the show. <laughs> we, want, we, want, we want to keep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So we want people to to, to, to tune in. So uh, you know, maybe we'll keep our ugly mugs off yeah. the air, um, off the uh, off the screen. But it's gonna be fun, man. I want you guys to check it out. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the Weekly Sports Drop. Just search the Weekly Sports Drop or Jazz on the Radio. Either one. Uh, Twitter is. Sports Drop Jocks, so it's at Sports Drop Jocks on Twitter. Uh, you can find us there. Always listen to us on SportsOvertime.com, SoundCloud. Subscribe to the podcast, which is the Weekly Sports Drop, and on iTunes. Uh, so you can find me everywhere. I'm kind of just everywhere on social media. It'll be fun. Well, I'll be nowhere come that weekend of uh, Star Wars weekend. I'll be nowhere oh, on social God. media. God, <laughs> Robbie is R Campbell One on Twitter. For now. For now, up until up until <laughs> a little Friday, yeah, up until Thursday at twelve a.m. Yeah, at twelve a.m. it's done for at least three or four <laughs> three or four days until you can go watch the show, uh, the uh, the movie. All right, I want to thank again Robbie for coming on with me. He is the man. I appreciate everything that he does and how he helps out on the show. Uh, I want to thank everybody who watched the show. Uh, Miami Will, Choopy, uh, uh, Fofi, uh, Alana, you're the best. Uh, Joel, everybody, Danny, everybody that that uh, that tuned in, uh, blessed to have you guys listening. Uh, love you guys. We'll be back again December nineteenth on the weekly sports drop. It is going to be absolutely amazing. You do not want to miss that show. This is a weekly sports drop. Jazz Santana signing off. Peace.